Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Me legal counsel. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. My legal counsel. Hits of the weekend scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about the urinal. My legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel, coming at you live, preferred time slot, early afternoon, pre-2pm Sharks, Tigers, the crescendo of the 2019 NRL season, beautiful day in Sydney Regular Portier. season, regular season. Regular season, beautiful day, Sydney Portier, but there is a substantial wind blowing around which will have real impact on today's game, um, as always coming at us live from Melbourne, Victoria, Ex Hong Kong and one test thunderino. Jack, how are you, mate? Yeah, good. Uh, so Malcolm's just doing a typical day: sun, then rain, sun, then rain. Took the kids down for a walk down to the local shops. Um, had shot some hoops down at the local park. Nice. Started trying to get my arc. Trying yep. to get up. So I wouldn't mind. Yeah, would have been. When work dies down in terms of stress, I'd love to go join like a social men's basketball team actually or just, just get to the point where you have a house with a hoop in the back of it yeah i mean i could put a hoop up i guess but i'm just just like it's just different sitting there shooting yourself good sort of fitness getting a bit of rhythm going but i'd like to go down on a you know, tuesday night and play with some old middle-aged white men see how did, i go did you have a hoop growing up uh, I didn't at my house, but I had a hoop at my nana's house, uh, grandma's house, on Graham's Road in Burnside. So my uncle played for the Canterbury Rams, Bill Duggan, mm. run, won the Ryanick, uh was it Ryanick? Yeah, the Ryanick NBL Premiership in 1990, beating the Auckland, what were they called back then? Auckland Stars, maybe? Yeah, so mm. still got the VHS. Ubix, uh, Ubix Auckland, they are yeah. sponsored by Ubix. But yeah, I used to love going into my nana's grandma's house because uh, my uncle Bill's room he had like a shoe, like a shoe stack with so many basketball mm. boots, and they were like big feet, right? But I'd walk around as a youngster trying to like wear them. It was brilliant. I remember. Um, I, so I used to one last thing. I used to play basketball. You know, school holidays, around at my grandma's house, just shooting. And I'd imagine that I was in the. I was like a, a shooting guard. No, I was, a, I was a small forward for the Tall Blacks. <laughs> and we went on like a, a tour of America. And each like, before lunch, I'd pretend we went on a tour of America. And we like, like it was like an old Kiwis league tour to uh, UK. But each each uh, second day, we played a different NBA team. Brilliant. So I'd pretend uh, like I was playing, oh, Utah Jazz tonight. And we're competing because we had a good, like, um, a good Kiwi basketball upbringing. I'd like pass the Piero camera and it'd be brilliant. Brilliant. I remember, uh, so we had a hoop growing up, and I think it was probably not quite 10 foot. I reckon it was about nine and a half. It was close enough, you know. But um, our backboard was like my old man, who wasn't really a handyman, but this is probably some of his best work. He got an old mirror and carved off like the wooden part um, of the back of it and shaped it into a backboard. So it was very 
you couldn't use stiff the backboard. It, it wasn't stiff enough and it wobbled a lot. Right. So you had to really be conscious of your touch around the rim. And um, yeah. I think it basically formed good shooting habits because you're just always trying to look for the middle of the net. And I think yeah, yeah. we were the first people in crime scene to have a chain net. Um, really? And that's what we were famous real, for. You know, yeah, people you know, used to, down Radis. Yeah, people used to come around and just, you know, just hang around, just sniffing the chain net out, and um, just the sound of hitting, draining a three when it's nothing but chain net. Whew. Yeah. Did you? Did the Stratel boys have some pretty good like uh, competition out there? Like yes, two on one, one. one two on two. Two on one. Oh, so me and, yeah, me and my little brother Jarrell. versus Thanks. my older brother who played a played a handful of games in different NBL franchises uh, um, around the around the traps. Um, but mate, this is this is why we do the show for games like this afternoon, isn't it? I mean, there is there is nothing more quintessential rugby league than a sold out Leichhardt on a Sunday afternoon, dry track, everything on the game. Tigers a chance to sniff the eight for the first time since 2011, and we all know what Chris Nan Inu did to them that evening, Friday evening at the Sydney Football Stadium. That's the last time they tasted finals. Can they do it again this afternoon? I want to kick off the show, really break down this game because this is it, mate. And the Sharks have just ruled out Matt Moylan. Farah, unfortunately, has been ruled out. That is just devastating. What about the Laotian Prince? The Laotian Prince Hopefully he's is playing. giving the himself, the field. he's been included, but he's giving himself until kickoff. Now, wow. for me, that game, the game swings on the Laotian Prince if he plays. You know, the Māori Prince, Benji Marshall, he's, play, he's in the form of his last five years, but the Sharks have a better team on paper significantly. But it's just the Tigers have kind of found a different gear. It's almost like they've said, fuck this, we're not making the eight, let's play some reggae. And they've started to play some really nice footy. And Benji has just oh. been, Benji's been mercurial. It has been just watching, you know, he's he's older than us, or not quite, a little bit younger than us, but he's just, he's enjoying his football. He just plays differently with that Tigers jersey on his back. Is he signed, has he officially signed for another season? Because he, he, he should be. Not sure. Um, I think he he hasn't officially retired, right? So let's just see. I haven't got anything to say that he hasn't. Um, but Benji, actually, from an age perspective, he's only 34. He's 35 in February. And I have to say, you know, he's not on the same quite, maybe same, well, he's pretty similar, but not quite... At the Brad Fittler level. But Brad Fittler and Lockyer, they, they're 34, 35, 36 seasons potentially. They were as good as ever. And I just yep. do feel yep. that Benji's got another one, maybe even, dare I say it, two left in him. Oh, yeah. I, and I, I just love watching him play. I, mean, the, and the, I think he lifts the younger players around him. Mm. Uh, we, we have talked a bit about his uh, his sojourn. It wasn't long in Rara, was it? But it was Half just, a season. Uh, it, it was half, but I just still think it. If he went to Super League one year, because he came, he needed that. He did get. I think he got um, just fatigued by Sydney mm. and the whole, you know, what those fishbowl and in, mm. inverted uh, commas. Mm. But he has come back. I think since having a kid, I think his wife's really nice. They seem to be getting on really well. They don't seem to argue much or have to go to marriage counselling. It's just I think his life's in a good spot. 
Um, and obviously, he can he can be comfortable too because I think he doesn't have to worry too much about post career because I mean he's just set up for broadcasting, isn't he? He he's going to have a long and illustrious broadcasting career because he, he offers something different, um, especially within you know mainstream sports. He's obviously not Australian and he has a different perspective and he's pretty. Um, I think he's pretty good at making you know relatively um, ballsy calls without being too um, shock jockish. I, I actually quite like. He was actually on the fan during the week. Um, did you see that? And mm-hmm. uh, it was quite good. They showed Benji like getting interviewed before his first uh, first grade game at Kibra Park. Oh, just a just a kid. Geez, he was slight. He was just so skinny, and he was telling a yarn on his first. Um, who did he play? I think he played the. Knights, yeah, he played the Knights, I think, and he just put a few steps on everyone. And then he said it was the funniest thing he's ever heard in his career. <laughs> Terry Hill was playing for him. He goes, "You've been, you've been done by a school kid. You've been done by a school kid." Yelling <laughs> out as he's putting all these steps on the uh, Knights. Imagine Tessa Hill. He just gives it to people. He was a fucking good talk, didn't he? But well, he had a massive list. I remember that game seeing highlights and it might have been on like New Zealand News back in 2002, 2003. Three, three, three. Um, yeah. Actually, 2003. Yeah. Um, and you would have been uh, down at P- Pico Pepper or on Auckland at that stage? Oh, Middle Park Road, I believe. Um, sort of Upper Rickerton. And um, I remember whoever was riffing that game, it might have been Tamanda. And he was actually like, you, you caught him on microphone nah, that and going. That was a different game. No, nah, it was the first game. Sure, I thought it was against Broncos who did that. And, and it was overheard, and he was like, wow, look yeah. at this guy. Like, yeah, he's no. legitimately, like, commentating as he, as he went. We've, we've, done a, we've done an ode to Benji earlier in the season when he hit the 300. So, you know, this isn't all about Benji. I want to go back to the, to, the, to the lineups because this is, a lot of people like this. It's the first time that we have done a good old-fashioned Sunday pre-two o'clock show. And um, my tips, really, people have actually taken them and done the opposite. So I want to go down. If you look at the two team lists, it's just, it's, it's basically 80-20. Now, 70-30 Sharks. And, and you go through the forward pack, Woods, Braley, Pryor, Nicora, Graham, Gallen, Fafida, Williams, Capewell, and Hamlin, Hamlin Ueli. You look at that and you're like, how are they going to lose this game against McCarley, Reynolds, Clark, Garner, Lawrence, Matteson, Eisenhuth, Taylor, Twell, Chi, Cam. Yes, Chi, Cam. Like, there's, mm. there's nothing to suggest that the Tigers win that. Wade Graham's the, the guy. Other than, other than what Medge can do when he brings a group of blokes together. Yeah. And that's prop Against, I mean, you, you, you've... You front, uh, you trade off, face off, Michael Maguire. This fucking John, uh, normal or just the most vanilla. Oh, it's just vanilla person in the world. Yeah, it's just different. You know, that's where it's won for yeah. the Tigers. But you, 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 I mean, how much coaching comes into a big game like this? I mean, do, do, does he coach he, the Sharks or does he just drive the bus? Yeah, he's different though, right? Because he probably just drives the bus and for feeder gallon. All that sort of lead by example, but yeah, with Madge because he's got a younger team. Uh, but the Reynolds, again, Josh Reynolds and Benji can do can lift those blokes. I mean, I'm actually leaning to Tigers, really leaning to them because they're just due in a game like this. Well, for me, I don't think you can make your call until you find out if 
Johnson's playing or not. Last year, yeah, right. that, that, that is the game that swings on that because is, I was thinking, is Johnson a like big game? Like, is he is he a big game player? Because I mean, I think if you're a Sharks fan, you would have every right to probably say he's not worth a million bucks. If he's not, if he doesn't take this game by the scruff of the neck, I flip flopped on that because you know I've seen the World Cup semi final 2013. I've seen. The 2011 um, preliminary final versus versus Melbourne. I've seen the Tri Nations final in Wellington, where um, 2014. Yeah. Absolute brilliance and taking the game on. It's it's not the top top games for me. It's like your just your dead important run of the mill premiership games. He, yep. I think he actually rises to the top five percent, ten percent. It's the middle, you know, 20 to 30, really tough games, grinding away against the Sharks side, round 16, Shark Park. They are the games that Johnson doesn't seem to get up for. If anything, he's actually, you know, there's not much in between. He's a bit of a bully against shit teams. He goes really yep. well in the top games, but it's that middle just drifting in and out. And I think that's why people get so yeah. frustrated, because they see what he can do, and they expect him to do it all the time. But that kind of skill and talent, that way he moves, you can't. It's 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 a it's a certain situation. That's the difference between him and I say Joey or a Kamali, yeah. in terms of they just Kamali. did a day. In. Oh, come on, mate. You Joey Kamali was. You got to remember that Kamali actually put Joey Johns to dummy half for a couple of seasons there for Australia. I never saw that. He must have been a great team man. Well, he did. He must Kamali great... was a good mate. He was solid as fuck. Yeah, but solid as fuck replacing an immortal, the eighth. Yeah, but solid, no, but solid as fuck above average. So he was really, uh, I mean, just because he was white and short and looked like a noddy doesn't mean he wasn't a good player. It's just, mate, for me, it's like, you know, it's just a coach's preference. You know, some guys like um, a certain kind of woman, some guys like Asian woman, some guys like dark woman, some guys like white woman. And a coach, oh, maybe oh, oh. Chris, Chris Anderson likes a Kamali versus, you know, um, Maybe Wayne Bennett likes a bit more of a, you know... Um, so Chris Anderson likes a stable relationship, a bit of vanilla ice cream. And Wayne yeah. Bennett likes to, you know, really have his woman test him. It's just down to a personal preference for mine because there's no other way to explain Kamali starting here to Joey Johns. It's not talent. Oh, it's trying to get your best 13 on the park at one time. That's what I loved about that Australian side, right? And... That those those Australian sides, and they don't do it anymore. They don't do it with Origin. Is they've got a collection yep. of you. Just pick your twentieth best players and fucking throw them anywhere. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's what I loved about those nineties, early two thousands Australian sides, where they just had yeah. you know twos, isn't it, dummy half? I can't because I can't fit them anywhere yeah. else. I'll just manufacture. Never play dummy half ever, apart from yeah, Origin. Yeah. And you'd play Scott Hill at thirty yeah. or even second. They're just cause, but at that state, you had like Luke Rooney's and Luke Lewis's that were Daly's playing like, centre. Exactly, those, those players like, at that yeah. level, they're so such good. They're such good league players, and they've got such league brains. They can play anywhere. And that's what I like. The old Tom Turbovic, fuck, I'm saying like you, Turbovic. Throw him at centre. Throw Jared Hayne at centre. So that's again, yeah. that's what I'd like to see more from Origin, New South Wales, and just go, just get the best thirteen, get the best seventeen on the park. Um, at fullback. Or oh, no, he won't be fullback, but uh, or even six. Good segue, Trell. Um, Friday night, Bunnies v Roosters. Pretty physical game, but it didn't quite have a semi-final intensity to it. A few mistakes, quite a few mistakes. Yeah, I think yeah. it finished really strongly, and um, 
the, the roosters looked like they were pretty much cruising, and then there was a, pr- was a relatively innocuous run out to the right-hand side, and I just saw a glimpse from Natrell Mitchell that reminded me of our discussion two years ago. I would never... I, I, know, and I think the peak of Latrell was just so unbelievably good, and I'm not, I'm not... His raw talent, it's just the application of talent, and the moments that he has... I wouldn't pay big money for Latrell. I wouldn't sign him to a long-term deal. I would get as much as I could out of him, for the short-term period. I wouldn't want Latrell. He is not going to age well. And just that defensive lapse that he did. Now, who scored that try that got the bunnies back in the game, down the right-hand side? Campbell Graham. Yeah. At centre, he played really well. I really liked the looks. And I slagged him off for just being a skinny sort of, you know, young winger with a bit of hype train around him. Since he's moved into the centres the last two weeks, I really like what he's doing. Big body. If he can put some mass onto that, I think he's going to be... A bit like Braden national. Yeah. The, 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 the defensive read from Mitchell, and then when he got beaten, now I had a chat, someone thought, oh, maybe he was just embarrassed, but he was laughing on the ground. It was just a terrible look. He got beaten all ends up by someone who, in all reality, he should absolutely bitch. He should manhandle Campbell Graham. And that basically just turned the game, bang, bang, South Sydney went again up the middle, and... Roosters had enough ball to go on. I, I get it. No Luke Carey, and they're still dollar forty-two favourites for the semi-final against two dollars eighty-five Rabbitohs. You get the feeling that the that the Roosters are basically just going to warm up. But I don't like that sort of that just little part to Latrell's game. He, he's and I guess he's had a pretty up and down season. I would not be offering him the kind of money. Let someone else pay Latrell Mitchell. Let the Dogs or the Eels or one of those stupid clubs pay that big money to the trail. If the Roosters are smart, they would not sign him to a long-term deal. What's your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I think you referred to our discussion a couple of years ago where we thought he could go sort of, um, you know, almost go back home to, where is he from, like Forster or something? Tari, or isn't it? Tari, yeah, yeah, Tari, and just sort of, you know, chisel out a career up there, playing for the Tari, whatever they're called. And... Um, yeah, the other thing that mate, what strikes me is that Joey Manu, oh. I reckon, is almost worth as much as him yeah. um, in terms of just being able to uh, just his consistency. He 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 almost gets overshadowed by lateral, he but does. he's phenomenal. Well, the grand final, Joey was un- they were both unbelievable in that grand final because Mitchell destroyed um, Will Chambers, but Manu was sensational. Manu is getting better and better and better. Wouldn't surprise me if he... Oh, no, I can't really with Teddy. I was going to say if he ever moved to fullback. It's a different different kind of fullback. But Manu is... He's the guy that I'd be looking at long-term to sign over, over Mitchell. Just not from a pure talent perspective, but application. And someone who probably is going to put in the yards a bit harder. Um, do you think South Sydney can beat the Roosters two plays three? No. Because Kerry comes back. Okay, what about if Jared and Sam are gone? So they both lose their top men. And that probably just puts it into the Roosters' favour for more, doesn't it? Correct. What did you... I don't think there's anything... Kerry, are you drinking beer? No, nah, just a coffee. Ooh, interesting time of the day for a coffee. I like just to sort of... If I'm not having a beer, then I've got to have something in my hand. So I'm actually just entering a... Oh, shit, I better not make it say Hong Kong. I'm just entering a, a comp right now. To get tickets to the um, uh, grand final, mm. 
and I'm just doing it on NRL.com, and basically I've got to write 25 words or less <laughs> what um, NRL player, because you get to meet uh, Thurston and Paul Pierce, because Paul Pierce is going to be there, uh, Boston Celtics. Wow. Uh, at the NRL Grand Final, but you've got to write 25 words on what NRL player would make the NBA and why. So I'm just going to say Jason Taumalolo because he would be so strong, would be so strong inside. Hang on, what about like what about a, going for more of like a sharp shooter? What about just a pure shooter? So shoot talking about that, you know a Kyle Corver type. So what about yep. say Jimmy someone Lannibal. like Cherry Evans coming off a screen just hitting threes? Or yeah, who's a good? Who's the best golfer? Yeah, as we it goes back to that golf, goal kicking. Yeah, he'd be a right. How tall is he though? Would he be six foot? Mm. You're probably looking at a bit more of a point guard, aren't you? Because you're going to have to be around that six one, six two. So, what was that? Matt? What was that guy in the NBA called Big Baby? Glenn Davis, Glenn Big Baby Davis. Yes, yeah, so I reckon Tamil Hood would be like that. Yeah, <laughs> Cameron styles. Um, we don't really need to talk about the the other game this afternoon. We'll do our picks later. But um, anything else standing out from you from this round of football that you know is leading into a big moment into into the finals? The Eels over the the Tomless Eagles have now um, stolen fifth spot on the ladder. So if we look at the ladder, right, and yep. where they are, the Eels are playing at Bankwest no matter what. Okay. They're home fifth. So they're fifth. The Sea Eagles are sixth at home at Lotto Land, no matter what. Yeah. The Broncos, unless there's a draw, are going to be eighth. Okay? So the Eels are at home to the Broncos at Bankwest. And Manly are going to be play either the Tigers or the Sharks at Lotto Land. Now, that Manly team is going to be without Tom Tavojevic. So whoever wins this game today has got a real winnable semi-final. Yeah. Um, against, unfortunately, a side that's lost the second-best player in the competition. That's, that is, as you, as you said last week, has been an absolute competition-turner because they probably, with Tom, they would have beaten the Eels. They finish on yeah. 32 points. They get a home semi in fifth, and they probably play the Broncos in eighth. They beat them, boom! They just start rolling on. The big. Do thing, we know what 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 part of the weekend each game will be? Like one versus no. four. Do they nah. know now it'll be Sunday Arvo or what? I think it's depending. They probably know, but they haven't released it. Yeah, uh, yeah, because probably they have to check out what VFL's on and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But I'd love the Storm game to be a Sunday Arvo. I just want to have a good sunny Sunday Arvo with the kids down there. Uh, well, usually it's the, I think on Sunday, um, well, there's always, there's always a knockout game on the Friday night. Is it? Okay, so that's a five versus eight or a six versus seven, okay. And, and then, then they have two games rest. on Saturday. Yeah. And then they have one game on the Friday, on um, Sunday. Yeah, I think they, yeah, I don't think they've said it. It'll depend I, on I actually think it's a knockout game on Friday, a knockout game on Saturday, Arvo, and then the other two games are obviously Saturday So, the the Warriors. Did I say it was the most like on a scale of one to ten? It is a one in terms of the Warriors' chances of winning against the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I gave them no hope. Um, so that there has changed the dynamic of the finals as well because the Raiders, if they won, they finished third. They played the Roosters, and the Bunnies had to go down and play the Storm. Now. 
a Sydney game which will get played at, you would say, ANZ SCG. Stadium? Or is it the SCG? No, it'll be SCG one because it's Roosters' home. So They'll the, play SCG, which is oh, great, I think. Fuck, is it's it? it, it yeah, it is. It's, I think it's good having SCG. So we've got Roosters Rabbitohs at the SCG. It could have very much been Roosters Raiders and Storm Rabbitohs. But the yeah. Storm playing the Raiders. You're in the Raiders got a shot. Well, I think the Raiders actually have the measure of the Storm. Yeah. Uh, I don't like yeah, the, I I don't I don't, the last couple of weeks from the Raiders, though. I think the Storm win and win well. I think the Raiders losing back-to-back games at home to Manly and the Warriors is not a great look. They were resting Bateman and C&K yesterday, but I mean it's still... And Rapana and... Yeah, and Rapana and, and Tapane, Tapine. Well, he's actually been injured, I believe. Oh, is he? Okay. Um, what so about... So what about Hudson Young? Oh. I didn't think it was that bad. God, Finch was losing it. No, I, I went back and watched it today, right? Yep. You, okay, so let's just say that you're the defence attorney for Hudson Young, and you're going up against the judiciary. What's the case against? What's the case for it? You know, how do you how do you what plead do you, not guilty? Sorry. What do you say? Not guilty. Just doing? just was trying to rip at the ball, and he got his face by mistake because you can actually rip the ball in the act of scoring twice in a row. Two dimes. Yeah, you have a go. You have, two, you have a go. Uh, uh, it wasn't, like, it's not that bad just because it was uh, anyway I think Finch overcooked it well he'd actually already done it earlier in the season had I was that well, and then Finch had, goes he's uh, got form and um, poof. how can Finch get on his high he was a pretty he was a pretty uh, fair player I guess he and but it wasn't just Finch it was um, oh what's his name Brenton Speed I think was commentating with him and was going Oh, that's not good. That is, is not good. So there was a real, you know, attack from a Comchi perspective, which is never really good. Um, no, because it's, it's, then all of a sudden it. Try by media. In, the, in, in fact, the commentators hmm. need to be more um, uh, or less. Uh, patri- oh, what's the word? Impartial. They need to be impart. They need to be less impart. Exactly, or they need to be more impartial because Hudson Young is just going to be made an advantage guy and not a household name. Well, he's been referred straight to the judiciary, so that's usually a bad thing, right? Oh God, I've seen a lot worse in our game. Fuck it, it's pretty hard to defend, mate. I think yeah, the, I the, the only bad thing for me is that, that Josh Maguire didn't get um, suspended early in the season when he fucking should have. And so that puts the jurisdiction in a very difficult position and lets um, Hudson, Young, Hudson Young's defence is going to have a field day. Ah, doesn't matter though, does it? And you look at the Isaac Luke versus not, yeah. um, Jake Dubovic didn't, didn't basically make a hell of a lot of difference. Why the fuck is Sam Burgess and Jared Warrior Hargraves going to miss the semi-final is beyond me. It's just like the, the charges here are just really poor. But I think both of them would have got off it if they didn't have just such a bad record. The judiciary, someone said. So, I don't know. I think they should just cop the fine for both of those ones, move on. And then Boyd Cordner for raising his elbow into the throat of another player. I mean, I saw Sam Lazone get suspended two different times in one season for that move, and Cordner doesn't even get a judiciary charge. It's, just, it's pretty hard to work out, isn't it? And you're going to lose um, some people from the game, aren't you, if you keep doing that? Oh, it's just frustrating, you know? I don't know. I don't know. 
it just seems that everyone else outside of the judiciary agrees on what common sense is, and the judiciary somehow sees it differently. It's like when Henry Parmigiana is in the um, and upstairs in the box, or well, actually Parmigiana's on the field, and Jared Maxwell, who for some fucking reason still has a job, he overturned that try yesterday against the Warriors. Did you see that? Which one? They overturned the the try. Um, oh, that, yeah, the one Mill. about the knock on from uh, when it went to who scored it? Uh, Tane Milne. Because mm. they said that we pushed someone in the back. Yeah, well, that was fuck, that was disgraceful. It was typical, though. What about uh, um, Ricky, though? You've got to love Ricky. Mm. Defending Hudson Young to the like nth degree in the uh, <laughs> in the uh, press conference goes. He didn't gouge the kid. Yeah, but also fuck. he hadn't seen it either. <laughs> oh, <I didn't> he? <laughs> he goes, look, I asked Hudson and he said he didn't gouge him. Well, I haven't seen it. I'm going to have to look at it. But he didn't gouge the kid. Yeah, because he's... I'll, I'll give Ricky. He is... I guess he's a leader in that he will he will stick by his team no matter what, right? Mm. But he just comes across as a bit of an idiot. Like He, he does do a siege, siege mentality at, at Canberra, which good on him. I think they did that when they were successful as well. I think Ricky Stewart... Des Hasler certainly went to the same coaching school. Yeah, and they came through the, the same type of league, you know, late 80s, early 90s. It was just a, it was a different, it was very, it was all about the group, right? The environment of the group. Then I think maybe, you know, Ivan Cleary, Michael Maguire went to the same sort of school. I would say Shane Flanagan was in Des Hasler's class with Ricky Stewart. He's a real abusive yeah. fucking ref and this and it's not my fault and blah, blah, blah. Um, Trent, uh, Trent's probably at the same school as your Clearys, your Madges, quite mild-mannered. Can lose the plot. Um, yeah, then, the, then the Bennett school is the Bellamy Cooney, isn't it? Bellamy Bennett. Oh, Kearney's, I'd say Kearney's more in the, the, the Ivan Cleary sort of, you know, pretty much doesn't say too much. Doesn't really call exactly, much. Which is, the, which is the Bennett. School. Oh, yeah, maybe it's so the, they, no, the, ben, the Bennett. has personality. Yeah, okay, but then Bellamy, I think, came, he worked under Bennett. Bellamy, Bellamy teaches the class. What is Tim Sheen's up to? Didn't you drive past him the other day? Uh, no, that was years ago. That was when yeah, he was still coaching what, the Tigers, I think. What would he do? Like, does he advise? Uh, well, he's in the UK advising a you know director of coaching oh, kind of thing. Salford, yeah, okay. So, who's yeah. the guy that's now coaching the Knights next year? Adam O'Brien, is it? Yeah, so he is Bruce's assistant. Uh, yeah. So, what does that say about Craig Fitzgibbon? Because he's obviously the more qualified assistant, and he's got more runs that? on the board. Does that mean that he's just going to just stay in St George? Maybe he's he's been he's ah. going to go. To- Going home, the former Wollongong yeah. boy. Yeah. Because, I mean, fucking cool. Mary McGregor, Jesus Christ. That was a wonderful win for the um, for the Dragons last night in, the, in their grand final, wasn't it? Big win. Oh, I know, but gee, it was a... I, th- I did see this on uh, WhatsApp the other day. I, what, mate, I was thinking before that game, I think if I was a Warriors um, head of recruitment or CEO... I'd be looking at Ryan James as a sort of player to bring into the club to sort of unite it. I think he's, I think what he does at the Titans is brilliant, and I think since he got injured, you have he would have actually kept that team together a bit more. I think he's a Ryan great leader. James. Ryan James. When was the last time you even yeah. played? Round six, I think. Oh, well, injury based. 
But that's what I'm saying is I think I'm putting a lot of uh, Titans bad form down to uh, down to you know James going. I, I, he always seemed to miss out on Origin. Uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, respect or pick selections, but he, I guess he, Ryan James, like you've got yeah. the whole of the NRL right to pick from a player that can unite the Warriors, and you pick Ryan fucking James. Get, mate, you have not, another crack. Made of money. Have another crack. Seriously, come up with someone like Josh Jackson, maybe, or you know, no, someone shit, with no, a I don't, level. I don't head. think he's a leader. I don't think he's a leader like Ryan James. I'm sorry to say, I think Ryan James has got about probably four more years left in his career. Well, hang on, uh, leadership has to have some sort of results at the end of it. What the fuck's Ryan James ever done? Um, he's got them in the semis. <laughs> oh, cool, blimey! Fuck he, well, he wasn't. He was 2010. He played 2010 when that Titans team was one game away from a grand final. I'm um, I'm just gonna have to change the subject. I think I think you're having just an absolute shocker here. Like, what? How about Jake Trebojevic? How about Cam Murray? How about yeah, but you'd have to, Victor? Rabbi? Why the fuck would Jake Trebojevic move to Auckland? Well, Ryan James isn't exactly going to move from the glitter strip yes. to Auckland. When they fold, there's going to be lots of players to get. To get from the Titans, we're not covering any of that bullshit, are we? From Channel Nine about getting rid of a Sydney team and bringing in Brisbane—that's just rubbish talk, isn't it? What are they? Are they not relevant? Channel Nine for footy? What the fuck are they going to say? No, but I just—I think people don't understand. Like, are you actually going to to try and manufacture a, a club? Yeah. And get supporters is fucking hard. Yeah. Because I mean, if, even if they let's say they opened up a, um, they started a. Wellington NRL franchise. Like, who's going to support them? Like, people that hate the Warriors? Like, there isn't that many. Well, there's a few, I guess. I think the only places where they could do it is Wellington, because I think you could galvanise a public and they're a pretty good sport-watching public. I think you could also potentially do it in, like, somewhere like Christchurch, because that is real parochial, and maybe, you know, try and make them, like, a southern franchise and try and bring in, like, Dunedin and that. Or yep. Brisbane, because it's just big enough. I think you could actually split down the middle and actually, you know, over time, really um, rip at the hearts it's of your time, Broncos. Though. And, that, and, and that would, that's why I sort of would be gutted about losing the Titans. I know, I honestly think there's going to be a kid that was born in 2010, let's mm. say. Mm. They could potentially be a Titans fan in the future. And if we get rid of them, then they're, we've just wasted all that. When did they end the comp? 2006. So, mm. you know, obviously... You need almost twenty years before they went you start. Two thousand six, were they? Two thousand seven. Sorry. So, you know, so two thousand seven. You need almost twenty, twenty-five years because then you start getting that fan base that was born on the Gold Coast and had top-class league. You know, but their parents, you're not going to get them. They're, they're big Dragons fans or Raiders fans or whatever Broncos fans. You know what I mean? Two thousand eight. No, two thousand seven. My apologies. You're right. Or Brendan Simon's calling me. I wonder what he's up to. Um, okay, so not really worth Panthers nights. Now, when's the um, one thing I did want to chat to you about is when is the Kiwi test again? October 25th, Friday night, October 25th. We're going to lock that in shortly, aren't we? Yeah, I'm coming up. I've, I'm actually doing a family holiday on the south coast just to try and get it away. So I'm going to drive up through that. Yeah, that's I'm not going to go to the Hume Highway. I'm going to go the highway um, around the coast and maybe stop off one night in Eden with the whanau 
uh, and then Mumsy would let me just get loose with you just, fellas, just for one or, unless you want to bring the family down. Well, maybe, or we just take the train down, and then maybe in the morning we take the um, the Jack DeBellin prison tour um, down in Wollongong. Maybe to <laughs> see, see how he's going. Um, apparently, there's you know it's actually quite worthwhile. Um, he's you know really into his reading now. There's heaps of like law books stacked up in um, in his cell, and um, you know he's really looking forward to educating himself over the next. Well, it's five like years. the Robin Island tour. <laughs> yeah. Or the one in um, La Paz, Bolivia. Yeah, quite marching powder based. Um, so that that'd be interesting from a cultural perspective, and then yeah, getting down to Wollongong and watching the league. Be, Wonder yeah. if they'll have the Dapto dogs that weekend. Where is Dapto? Uh, just in the Illawarra, so I imagine it's close to Wollongong. I think it's yeah. like a suburb of Wollongong. Quite, it's yeah. quite, and the Dapto dogs are sort of famous. Uh, so yeah, but it's in, I'm just googling. It's just on the shores of the beautiful Lake Illawarra. So you've heard of Dapto Dogs, haven't you? I think it's Absolutely. famous for being sort of... Absolutely. You should see... You should see the, um, the photos coming through on the hill at Leichhardt. You, you just cannot get any more rugby league. And the sun's out? The sun? It's beautiful, mate. There's just a big wind. So um, who's got the better kicking game? Uh, oh, Sean Johnson... Tigers. ...has got a big kicking game. Benji Marshall's got a decent kicking game. Luke Brooks... Are you watching uh, Fox League? I'm about I to. See the, is he training? Is he uh, is he on the field? Uh, the Laotian Prince. I haven't got the TV on. I'm just looking at um, actually looking at Twitter. Um, people posting a lot of photos regarding that Leichhardt. Um, okay, at the moment, 29 minutes to go. The ta- the sports bet have Cronulla at a dollar seventy five favourites over the Tigers at two dollars eight. You're going Tigers. Uh, yep, I just think they're going to... I think they win today somehow. I'm going Sharks because Fafita's been moved into the starting lineup and Aaron Woods is now on the bench. So for me, that's a big, just seismic game change when Fafita leads from the front. He's been pretty quiet of late. Um, yes. And again, he just... Oh, he... he the, the, the hill at Lightcard's going to spur him... Because he's a former Tiger boy. He's going to fire up today. This is this is proper rugby league here. Finals yeah, have come. Who's the guy? Early. Who's the forward? Who's the forward in the Tigers pack that can stand up to him and really, you know, take it to Fafita? They don't really have one. That's a problem, right? No, nah, mate. They have got <sighs> shit. We talking Chris Lawrence? Uh, well, he's not. He's Ryan not Madison starting no, McKaylee, at Danny Half. McKaylee, McKaylee could fire up. Thomas McKaylee. Haven't Oof. seen him do it yet, but I think Oof. he could. Um, right, Sharks, and then you know who who wins that dead rubber at the end? It could be anyone, but you've got to say James Maloney's last game, and the Panthers probably take care of business at home, don't they? At the foot of the mountains, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I can't, I probably won't watch that. Yeah, I will, of course. I, I won't go near it. Yeah. Um. Oh well, we've got finals next week, mate. SCG. Hopefully, um, hopefully I can get along to that if it's a nice afternoon game. Um. Mate, anything else to cover from your end? Nah, 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 nah. I'm uh, just fired up to get in front of the telly now. Maybe whip up some a feed for lunch. All right, mate. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get punting, and um, I'll be in touch with you probably at half time and full time because I don't uh, I don't believe that you like to communicate during rugby. Not games. for not for the well, I will during like shit games like Titans Dragons, but not big games like this, you know. 
Okay. Well, hang on, actually. I, just before I go there, let's just go the week one finals draw. So, okay. So, okay. So, Friday night, South Sydney, Sydney Roosters at the Sydney Cricket Ground on Friday night. How do you know? This is just speculation. Okay. So, Melbourne and Raiders is going to be on Saturday evening. Yeah. Para Brisbane is going to be Sunday at Bank West. And then Manly, Leichhardt is going to be Saturday night. Wow. Friday night. Wowee. Going to have to get along to that. Actually, I did go to the Friday night final a couple of years ago. Broncos v Roosters when the Roosters came out on top. Um, Good season final. Yep. SFS, me and Hame McGoldrick. Make me. Mm. Anyway, mate, we will talk during the week. We'll be back next Sunday. You gotta love your league. Gotta love your league. Jackal loves straight down. Beastie loves to low. Say about playing the game, you can't hear it today, I said now.